welcome to Be Dead Source, your home for indictments of all type. My name's Nathan, your least impeached host. I'm Pat, your uh, philandering host. Uh, I'm Andy, your your most criminal host. And uh, we're trying something a little bit new with these uh, new episodes. Uh, Be Dead Source. <laughs> it's getting sexy over here. It is going to get very sexy. Very sexy. A uh, little horny. But one thing we're going to do uh, with About Your Week is, uh, uh, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Oh, solid. I'm terrible, but I'm good. You know. Yeah, you want to talk about it? No. Okay. Not really. Excellent. Moving right. on. <laughs> that was About Your Week. Yeah, new format. <laughs> uh, so we got a very special topic. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad that we frosted off the champagne and everybody's in there. Fancy formal attire. Yeah. You guys uh, got your Trump rings on. What's what's going <laughs> on? Center power up. <laughs> um, I mean, this has been a long time coming. Like yeah. this, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, it's maybe not everything that we dreamed of, but it is a lot. Of I think. What we um, dreamed of. I, in fact, I think that this actually calls for our generic celebration music. Absolutely, there it is. Oh, it oh. popped up behind us. We can definitely oh, hear it in the that. room right now. Oh, that's good. That's quality. No, 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 no. Oh. That is trademarked. That, okay, we not sorry. That. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> At any rate, um, yeah, it was, we had an, uh, a new holiday popped up recently. Yeah, Trump yeah, indictment day. day. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. Land landmark. No, unprecedented. Yes, but I am so sick of hearing that word. Right. Uh, this it's a big deal. It's the first time that a former president has ever been indicted with criminal charges. Um, I've noticed, and I hadn't didn't actually look into this until I just or think about it until I just said it actually. But I always hear in the news that it's the first time a president, uh, a former president, has been. Uh, indicted on criminal charges. And does that mean that former presidents have been indicted on... What's the other kind? Not criminal. Civil? Civil charges. So, Do you get indicted in civil cases? I don't really know how those So work. Ulysses S. Grant was pulled over for speeding on his horse. He was drunk, yeah. He was, and um, did he get a DUI? I don't know if they did DUIs back then, but um, he... <laughs> He got pulled over for going too fast on his horse, um, and it wasn't the first time. It was, like, for excessively, um, you know, repeatedly speeding on his horse. Is this a serious <laughs> answer, or are you making this up? No, this happened. Wait, that's for real? That's for real. I want a, I want a mini fact check just <laughs> to confirm. Yeah, no. That's- Ulysses S. Grant was arrested for driving his horse-drawn carriage too fast in Washington, D.C. in 1872. Grant apparently had a penchant for speeding and a love for fast horses. One day, while driving his carriage too fast in Washington, D.C., he was pulled over by a policeman, an African-American by the name of William West. The policeman then asked for his name, and Grant replied, I am the President of the United States. The policeman was not impressed and promptly arrested him. I am very sorry, Mr. President, to have to do it, for you are the chief of the nation and I am nothing but a policeman. But duty is duty, sir, and I will have to place you under arrest. Grant was released on a $20 bond, but failed to appear in court the following day. Awesome. I've been inundated on, like, uh, stories about this that for the last week. fascinating. So. Um, anyway, so, cool. Uh, yeah, you guys you guys want the, the lowdown? So, yeah, Andy did our research this week uh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. tell us what exactly happened. So, uh, uh, Andy, uh, what exactly what, happened? What didn't happen, my friend? Um, all right, so it really started on March 18th. Trump, uh, he truthed, I guess. 
He put a message mm. on his his social media app, Truth Social, which mm-hmm. is gotcha. like tweeting, except it's named different. It's he's, his fake Twitter. Yeah, he's he too. Which truth side truth. note, like it's kind of, I'm sort of surprised he hasn't rejoined, like rebooted his Twitter profile yet. I think Ooh, they've been allowed to, him. but he ha- yeah, yeah, they unbanned him. But he I hasn't. actually, I actually have information about this. Oh, yeah. so uh, yes, not to get too sidetracked, but Elon uh, gave him permission to uh, use his Twitter account again, and. Here's the thing. No matter what he says, Trump would desperately, desperately love to use that Twitter account again. But the thing is, when he signed up with True Social, he signed an exclusive agreement. Did he not? So he's literally not mm. legally allowed <laughs> to post on Twitter. He has to post on True Social. Because that he didn't think he was going to get it back. Because he didn't think that Elon was going to spend an insane amount of right. money for Twitter. And well, and if Elon hadn't done that, he, I think he way more reasonably wouldn't have even wanted to, like, if if Jack Dorsey still owned it. Exactly. Right. So, and let him back. He, so yeah. so anyway, Trump's, uh, Trump seemed, like, made it seem like he wants to post on True Social. That's where he wants to stay. He's not interested in going right. back to, to Twitter. That is a lie. That is not accurate. He's not a legally allowed to. Well, that that is interesting, but it is off topic. So bringing us back, March 18th, uh, Trump posts on Truth Social, quote, and, and this is all caps, but I'm not going to shout, now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest take our nation back. You didn't do it in the voice. Now illegal leaks. I can't do the voice. Are coming out um, for so many reasons. Uh, yeah. So so he posted that. Now um, he was not, in fact, arrested or indicted on Tuesday of next week. <laughs> it did take several more days than that, but eventually he was. Shockingly, the prosecutor's office does not operate based on Trump's timeline that he throws. Out. Yeah. Well, you know, but it's yeah. shocking that he had like enough insider info to know that that was coming. Well, and for all we know, they changed it up when he put that out because That's they didn't, they were concerned about protests that right. he called for, which just uh, I don't. It's, you know, him saying protest take our nation back, I, there was a lot of accusations of him, like, inciting more violence, and I think it just, it misses the mark. Um, uh, he was calling for protests, and while I think he would be perfectly happy if they did turn violent, because that would be great coverage for him, he wasn't calling for that. I think it's, it's anyway. probably more, I think it's probably more accurate to say he doesn't give a shit yeah. if violence did happen. Exactly. But there are people that are currently headed to New York because he is going to be turning himself in on Tuesday, is the story. Yeah, because he was actually, he was finally formally indicted. So, uh, I do um, want to throw in one thing that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, so this is, this is related, but tangentially. Uh, when his supporters heard that he was going to be indicted, they thought he was going to, uh, they were going to have to, like, go to Mar-a-Lago. And take him, and so their plan was to block off, like not everybody, this is a very small group of people, but their plan was to block off the roads on the way to Mar-a-Lago to stop 
uh, federal agents from being able to go to, and go to get him. The problem is that Ron DeSantis, uh, because of Black Lives Matter uh, movement, uh, made blocking any sort of roadway uh, not a misdemeanor but a felony. Oh no! And so these people would have been uh, guilty of felonies had they tried to do this. Well, it's the New it York DA that is the is bringing these charges against him, and I right. have also heard uh, rumors that there will be protests around the New York and the DA's office, and so on and so sure. forth. And I think that's um, great. That's fine. That's people. That, those that are people's rights as long as it stays peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because. I think, well, we'll get to some of the other stuff. So, yeah, he was finally brought up on charges, in, indicted by a jury. Um, we don't have any definite details of how the votes went or what the, the uh, charges are officially. Um, however, I will get into what the... What everybody right, we can take are. some good guesses. But before we get to that, yeah, we, we we pretty much know what they are. They just haven't been formally announced. But before we do that, we I do want to just touch on Trump's response on social on Truth Social to having been indicted. Sure. Uh, so March thirtieth now. Uh, <laughs> Tough but fair. <laughs> these thugs. These thugs. I can't do it. These thugs. <laughs> and maybe we can get an AI to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, these thugs. Actually, that's a great idea. <laughs> Uh, these does of radical left monsters have just indicated that he meant to say indicted indicated indicated the president of the United States of America and the leading Republican candidate by far for the 2024 nomination for president this is an attack on our country the likes of which has never been seen before uh, on our country not so much but we haven't actually seen this before that, that part is true mm-hmm. um it un- is likewise un- it's a- unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, good. it is likewise like a continuing attack on our. I can't do it. On our once free and fair elections, the USA is now a third world nation, a nation in serious decline. So sad. I mean, I, I actually agree with a few things he said in there. Yeah. Um, the USA is definitely a nation in serious decline, and not third world, <laughs> but like in in some dimensions, approaching that. Um, our level of our democracy and our economy have both taken very serious hits in international um, measures. But we are off the topic because I Ab- well, and I absolutely me. believe that the two of you mean it in exactly the same way. Oh no, no you're right, right? No, no, <laughs> uh, we don't, we don't. So anyway, all right. Getting back to the matter at hand, um, the charges that Trump is being brought up on have to do with the Stormy Daniels issue. So just to refresh. Um, Donald Trump had an affair with Stormy Daniels. Uh, I forget her real name, but that's her porn name. She's a porn star. She's a famous porn star. And I, um, he had an affair with her in 2006. Um, she tried to publish her story so a she, couple of times. Yeah, w- uh, at least once in 2011-ish, I think. Um, so she tried to publish the story. But um, after after the news that she was trying whatever publication she was trying to sell it to Inquirer. talk to the tr- Trump um, team if you will uh, they dropped it immediately so hmm interesting uh, and then she came up again in 2016 because um, Michael Cohen Donald Trump's personal lawyer uh, <laughs> until he turned into Donald Trump's mortal enemy right. um, to a certain extent anyway uh he went and paid Stormy Daniels like $130,000 to not talk about the affair during the campaign. Now, 
It, this is some interesting information because it's hard to see why he wouldn't want her to talk about it. Uh, because in her book, uh, she describes uh, Trump's penis as small as an average, but not freakishly small. Uh, <laughs> see? She then, you she then spell says... spell those rumors. Right. <laughs> she goes on to say, he knows he has an unusual penis. It's It has a huge mushroom head like a toadstool. Ew. Uh, she then so says... So glad I know that. Uh, she's she's quite the writer. I lay there annoyed. I was getting effed by a guy with Yeti pubes and a dick like the mushroom character in Mario Kart. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it may have been the least impressive sex I've ever had, but clearly he didn't share that opinion. <laughs> so I don't know why he would have wanted to keep that from the public. It seems like it's all good news, right? Yeah. For him, yeah. So at any rate... um. But so sorted details aside, the charge is not philandering, right? So well, right, um, the charge is not. He's not being charged for having sex with Stormy Daniels. Right. He's also um, not being charged not being for charged, paying her off. He's not being charged for paying to have sex with Stormy Daniels. He's not being charged with paying Stormy Daniels to not talk about having sex. He's being charged for bookkeeping fraud. So. Michael Cohen paid Stormy Daniels. Donald Trump paid back Michael Cohen. And the charges basically is that that money constituted a campaign contribution. That um, Michael Cohen made a contribution to Donald Trump's campaign by paying for Stormy Daniels to not say anything. Right. And right. that that is a violation of the of bookkeeping fraud or, or no, then then Trump paying him back seemed like a personal favor, which is why it wasn't in his his books. So or something so along those lines. Uh, we, I mean, again, we don't have all the official details. So at the best that we're doing is cobbling together various pundit speculation. Right. But Michael Cohen got paid back over four months. The sum total of those four payments was four hundred and twenty thousand dollars and uh, they were earmarked as legal fees for services that uh, Michael Cohen had rendered to Trump when, mm, in yeah. fact, he had not done any such services for him. And so that mislabeling mm-hmm. of funds is uh, part of why this is a considered... Yeah, most, most so, likely it seems like this is what it is. Long story short here, basically this is... Al Capone for tax evasion. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, and and I, I do want so that that's the charges that are being brought. If we're really being, I mean, I would have thought he would, he did way worse stuff on I January sixth than around January sixth. Well, but this is what they found. So I think there you know, maybe it's worth ta- pointing out then. Yeah, at this point that there are a number of other potential charges against Trump looming. Um, the, right, and the biggest and, one to, and the thing is, just because you have like a bigger charge out there against you, doesn't mean you don't get like tagged with your parking ticket or whatever. I mean, yeah, right. this this is an illegal thing that he did, and they're finally getting around to it now because he's no longer president. They weren't in a position where they could charge 
a sitting president for it, mm-hmm. and so now they've they've concluded their investigation, or yeah. the My grand jury has. I would say I I think one concern I have about this sticking is I do think that the statute of limitations is has uh, expired. Mm, I I I think it's it's a stra- it's a little. I'm not I'm not clear on it. It's New York law and stuff, and I'm not a lawyer anyway. But they, they um, also couldn't charge him for four full years. Like, right, but they're, they're, I don't think it matters. It's not illegal, but there wasn't, um, there, there's that note that is basically from the Department of Justice that pretty much every Department of Justice has followed that you just right. don't indict right. a sitting president because it looks like a political thing. Well, Which, huh. I mean, we're gonna have to get into, yeah. I think, more in the implications section, but, um, yeah, yeah. you well, know. And, and that note is the reason why Mueller wasn't able to actually go after the president. Right. And specifically said so in the Mueller report. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, which... Uh, and and we, we were touching briefly on, on charges looming. I think Andy really wanted to get in about Georgia. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, um, so Trump is, does have, like I say, a few other um, outstanding pending cases that may end up bringing charges. And the biggest and most important one to me is the Georgia case. This is concerning... His phone calls with uh, Brad Raffensperger, the mm-hmm. the uh, attorney general in Georgia, during the 2020 election, um, and you know, obviously, we're not talking about that because charges haven't been brought. But that is juicy as all get out. There's three phone calls now um, where he is pretty, I like pretty much as close as you can possibly get to just saying. Well then, if you can't find them, make them up. Like it's it's bad. Five right. mean, eleven thousand votes. Yeah, there's, we're, we're so close. There's issues with those with those cases and stuff, and we can talk about those if charges are brought are eventually brought. So look, all I want to do is this: I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more than we have. But with this case. You know, we we are still looking at it. It's not even clear if this is like going to go very far. What the the consequences may be on this, um, it's not likely to be a lot. These are not charges that are going to lock him away for twenty years. Um, these they're not going to have fines that are substantial to someone with this kind of right cash. So could they disqualify uh, him from no. public office though? No. Okay. Uh not that I know of. Um I think at at this point it's it's all going to any damage really from these particular charges is mostly going to be social and we can talk about that uh a little bit later but well, I don't well, really see them having a lot of teeth. What I will say though is I think it is worthwhile to consider Another somewhat recent case um, that is related, I guess. Um, so you guys remember John Edwards? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So John Edwards had a kid from an affair that he had while his wife was dying in the hospital of cancer. Sure, sure. Uh, real, real great guy. Uh, he actually did also... He got, had, he got indicted. He got charged um, with... Something to do with that. I believe it had to do with like hush money or the covering up of it. And I never, ever thought I was breaking the law. 
This just hours after being indicted on six felony charges. Edwards was charged with violating campaign finance laws by using $925,000 in contributions to hide his pregnant mistress during his 2008 run for president. And, you know, he did beat those charges. He got off scot-free eventually. So, um, yeah, because, yay, right, I think? Anyway. Yay, Johnny. Um, no, so it... <laughs> Johnny, be good. Um, bad joke for a different generation. Guys, you may not like that joke, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> More like your grandparents. That's true. It's, it's a Back to the Future reference. It's a pop, oh. pop culture reference. See, that's a... I'm going to be careful here, but... Back to the Future just never excited How me the way you. most people... How like, dare you? I, there's nothing, I don't dislike the movies, but they are not like those... Anyway... Um, how dare you? Nathan, <laughs> how dare you, Nathan says, as he pulls up pictures of him sitting in the DeLorean. Did, you oh, like wow. So I think, you know, that more or less sums up, like, the relevant information. Yeah. Well, it's a good opportunity for us to tell uh, our listeners about how to get in touch with us. Yeah, and uh, we, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for yes. being there for us. And uh, you can check us out on Patreon.com. Oh, slash absolutely. You. Yeah, so Patreon.com slash... Be the Dead Source. Be the Dead Source. Hey, that's the name of this podcast. Amazing. How convenient. That should be easy for you to remember. And you can donate anywhere from $1 per episode to a million dollars per episode. And we are on And there's Facebook bonus content on there. Uh, by the way, you'll get bonus episodes. Um, you'll get... Uncensored. Uncensored. <laughs> that makes it... I know that we're talking a lot about porn in this episode, but it's that's not the kind of uncensored pets, Pat means... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably going to just like redo shot for shot a couple of Stormy Daniels films. Yeah, so it might actually be the kind of uncensored pet. Yeah. Yahoo! <laughs> awesome. Uh, but uh, you can also feel free to, yeah, hit us up on the socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on... Are we on Instagram? Not really. Uh, what <laughs> I we have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. We I don't um, think I've ever yeah. used it. But but also we have an email address, beatadeadsource at gmail.com. And you can send us, us our an email. Suggestions. Stuff uh, you want to hear ideas. about. Um, guests that you'd like to, us to try and get because we totally have a lot of pull. Uh, yeah. Will Smith <laughs> um, is not doing great lately. I Maybe we can get, get him, him on. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, hit us up on, uh, on email as well if you want to. Chat with us. Can we get Kevin Spacey? We mm. can try, but do we want to? Yeah. <laughs> if we if we brought him on and just insulted him the whole time, I would be afraid to do that. To be completely honest, he's mm. kind of scary. Have you seen his like fireside chat where he talks about <laughs> like killing him with kindness? Like, he's a terrifying guy. <laughs> a little bit. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire. And do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. So, what does all this, uh, what does this mean for America? Right. So, a big thing <laughs> for me is, um, does this make Donald Trump more appealing to the right, more appealing to the, the middle? Oh yeah. So I, th- <laughs> um, do, I does him being indicted prove everything that he's been saying for years that they're 
out to get him and that they're corrupt and that they've been looking for a reason to indict him since day one, which like fair enough, but like yeah. did you also have to commit crimes too? Like right. um Well but, it's like if you committed a whole bunch of murders and then went out to the press and said uh, these police are going to call me a murderer, and then they found out that you murdered a bunch of people, and they arrested you for murder. You, I guess, could be like told you, yeah. but like you, you got arrested <laughs> not because they don't like you, but because you're a murderer. I mean, and like, stop breaking the god law if you don't want to be indicted for stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not entirely like that because it's pretty impossible to like actually deny that that this is somewhat politically motivated right? right i mean that da ran for that da office on a campaign of i'm gonna indict donald trump right well it, it's politically motivated in that and i i think that's a, a fair point that Having doesn't that, mean that like, it's bullshit it, it was, just means there's a political motivation well, and, too but like if you live in new york and even if you live outside of new york it was pretty clear that Trump and the Trump organization had been getting away with shit for decades that right. had never been that had never no one had ever gone after them yeah. because he had powerful friends and because he was politically sure. so yes like it's politically motivated in that he is a politician but like these crimes he like, is possibly the most divisive politician in our lifetime and that is a relevant factor here because yeah. he instills that love him or hate him, right? And so if you're if you don't love him, if you hate him, then you hate him. And anything you do, anything you say negative towards him is in that context of coming from someone who hates him. And and this is going to be probably like a really easy uh, straw man to knock down. But like, does this establish a dangerous precedent where if uh, say in the future, if the Republicans take uh, Congress, they take the Senate and the House, they take the presidency, and they take the ju- judicial, are they going to come back and start indicting uh, past presidents yeah. um, because the gloves are off now? Um, like, I don't think that that's a reason to say that somebody should be above the law, but this is something that, you know, we, we have a tradition of, like, we didn't charge uh, Richard Nixon with any crimes. After he left office. Well, we were going to, but... He resigned. No, Ford pardoned him. Ford pardoned him. Right. And that was a very specific decision that Gerald Ford made because of exactly what you're talking about. Because if because he was concerned that... Um, and, and let's keep in mind that those were also very politically turbulent times. True. And if, if those charges had been brought... What would happen? Do we descend into a tit for tat? Uh, whoever's in power comes after whoever's a- and and because to to your point, it's already started. The House is already doing their Hunter Biden investigations. Well, right, and, they're doing, and they've made it abundantly clear that they're, they, they're gonna they they said they're gonna impeach every- they were gonna impeach Biden before Biden was elected. Yeah, yeah. without like having any well, charges, and that that that's just something that they say to get their base riled up. That's not. Yeah, but, but, but they, they what say, they have they done say is, things, as they, soon as they have their House committees, they are not just investigating Hunter, but they are doing deep investigations into everything that the Biden administration has done in office. They are searching for anything they can find to to pin to Biden. So. And, and, and let's be clear, like, 
you can probably find stuff that any president, like Obama drone strike um, against yeah. an American citizen in the Middle East and killed them without due process. Mm-hmm. Um, George Bush started two, like, you know, unjustified wars and, like, sent Colin Powell to lie to the UN to do it. Like, you can find stuff that past presidents, like Biden... There might be something there with the Ukraine stuff. I don't know, but like there might be, or or China connections. But like, um, you know, you can probably find something to indict prior presidents yes. on. But I will also say, every and, past and, president is a criminal. And I mean, maybe. Well, I'm I'm uh, certainly biased to a certain extent. But like, my thing is like, yeah, investigate, like investigate everybody mm-hmm. for everything all the time. Like yeah. and then well, you know what president? and you know what you should do if Biden broke the law, fucking arrest him, put him in jail. If mm-hmm. if Hillary broke the law, put her in damn jail. We well, don't like I I don't so care. Like you're, everybody should be held to the same standard. Yes, however, um, the justice system in the United States is operated by people, mm-hmm. and people who are handed way more cases than they can actually handle and have to make some choices about what they pursue. Sure. Based on what they think they can prove, not necessarily based on what they what what the truth might be. Like mm-hmm. it, it the justice system and what the justice system determines in any given case does not reflect necessarily reality, what actually happened, who's culpable in truth. Right. What they what the justice system can reflect is what they can prove to a jury. And mm-hmm. on one hand, that is a strength because uh, you, I think, you know, it's important to have this concept that, you know, innocent until proven guilty, we have to, um, we're not trying to put a bunch of people into jail on false charges. You know, if this, if these charges brought against Trump were all made up, they're not. <laughs> but if they were, like, I would want a good justice system to prevent him from going to jail for something he didn't do. Absolutely. However, that also means that there's some flaws. There's a high burden of proof. It's sometimes too hard to prove something, and someone who did do something gets away with it. And a lot of times prosecutors use discretion. Like, they'll just say, okay, we're just not going to prosecute this case for yeah. whatever reason. For, for any reason. And sometimes it's because, well, we just don't have any evidence. We, there's no chance of winning this case. And sometimes it's because they got a bribe or something. Like, and one, <laughs> so, and, and the argument I keep hearing from the right, and not everybody, but, you know, yeah. certain certain... <laughs> Uh, radical members of the right is like how radical. how how can you uh, how can you indict someone who's currently running for office? You're gonna you're gonna ruin the election. You're like clearly trying to swing it. And like I'm sorry, but like we cannot use popularity as a basis for whether someone gets indicted or not. Right? Ever? It just right. it can't it can't be something that we take in consideration. And uh, so, that's, so then that's the keeps, argument. If he keeps running forever, he is just never accountable to the law ever. According like, well, to that, there, there will think, never be an opportunity to prosecute him. That's not how I understand their 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 comment. What when they say, um, you know, when they're talking about well, because he's because he's running for office, because he's the, uh, an ex president. I think what they're saying is because it's politically motivated. Therefore. You have you can't trust 
you can't trust it because the motivations aren't trustworthy. And mm-hmm. that's a sentiment I actually kind of relate to. I think that um, when with when when motive, motives are questionable, then everything else about a situation is questionable. Right? Might I, not. Might be on the up and up. Might not be. I think. Um, that, I think the truth. But I, the- I think that they're uh, they're missing the point that he did commit the the crime. And if the DA wants to bring those charges, then that is the DA's job to bring the charges. <laughs> now, if the DA is bringing those charges instead of bringing up a whole bunch of murderers that they have, you know, rock solid cases against, that's that is something that I would, you know, I would like to have the DA investigated for if that were the case. Sure, but. <laughs> I still am not going to complain about any time a DA says I have enough evidence to bring charges, so I'm gonna. Right, I'm I'm all for uh, investigate everybody for everything. Like, yeah, and like maybe the system sucks, and like we should fix that. But like, so let's does. go ahead and like let's go ahead and use the system, uh, like universally in the same way for everybody. That's my thing about Trump is like I don't like I wasn't when he was indicted. I didn't feel like I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't like, yeah, got him. There's, I, I put up a, a, a gif from uh, John Oliver's show oh, yeah. that he like he sort of made a joke at one point about how like we keep on hearing like Trump did this and Trump did that and Trump did this. Well, this and will so, be the thing that gets him right. So every time he did time. it, every time he did it, he had like a, a sign unfurl behind him that said <laughs> "We got him" and like uh, big button com- to push. Yeah, confetti confetti mm-hmm. drops down from the ceiling. Dancers come out. Oh man, and it gets a little source needs that kind of production. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it just like We're not it, a visual media. That's I'm. Good. I'm still pretty convinced that nothing's going to happen. Certainly nothing. Yeah. I, Not from this. I don't, I don't know what, like, um, what are, what's a reasonable, like, what has happened to other people yeah. when they have been convicted of this? My guess is probably not a lot. I mean, they haven't really been. Um, Slap on federal, the federal election fraud, I guess. Is, Camp, is, campaign finance. Campaign like, finance, thank you. Yeah, is, yeah. is very poorly enforced. Yeah, it's, um, it's usually a fine. Like, you'll pay a certain amount of money. They tried to enforce it with the John Edwards case, and they failed because they couldn't bring enough proof. Well, and that was why I brought it up, because I just don't see this doing much. Um, I see this firing up the Trump loyalists for the, the middle ground, the people who are like, I don't like Trump, but I hate the Democrats a lot. <laughs> and he's the nominee, so like, right? Same way that we felt for Biden, right? Sure. Um, those people, I think, it's just one more drama point with Trump. I think uh, most of the the kind of the lean Republican people, they they're really fed up with the the constant drama and tabloidiness of him. I think this is a feather in the cap for DeSantis on that count. Well, I think it's interesting because the uh, there was just a Fox News poll a couple of days ago. 61% of the people that they polled said they did not want Trump to be president again. Yeah. So that's just like general population or that's, that's like No, that's Fox. That's Fox News. That's, that's Fox, Fox viewers. News viewers. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were saying that. So um, we got off of this a little bit, but um, I just wanted to say one thing about like indicting a sitting president. Like, mm. if you indict a past president, like I think what you're doing is you're just showing that nobody is above the law, right. and that the law is the most important, like habeas corpus. You know that like the law is right. the supreme law of the land. You can't rather just run than for president, president and have all of your sins forgiven, like at a confessional. I don't know. 
But when you are a sitting president, I think that there's something to be said about like not nullifying the people's vote. There's something to be said about like not weakening America by yeah. indicting a sitting president while they are in office. Now, I don't think that means that they should be like kicking puppies or whatever. But um, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think uh, I think it's it's a um, it's not a great look. I think maybe it's something where you like you suspend the uh the statute of limitations mm-hmm. while they're president. So if there were like charges brewing before they got elected, but now they're elected and you can't charge them for four years, fine, but that timer was waiting for four years. And now right. it starts, so now we can resume well, the, bringing charges. The other interesting thing is there were crimes that he was suspected of that had he been in office for another four years mm. They would have reached their statute of limitations. Yeah, and so like one of the reasons there was a thought that like one of the reasons he was campaigning so hard against Biden (laughs) was that he wanted that extra four years to try and get off on those crimes. It's possible. I'm sure that was a factor, but right. But he like committed so many other crimes just trying to do it. So he's he's a crimey crime kind of guy. He's like a he's like a Mr. Magoo like uh, like I want to say Inspector Gadget type character that he just like sort of stumbles into success. Yeah, yeah. I do think um I think one one repercussion one effect that this may have is uh you know we talked a little bit earlier about some of those other charges that are kind of waiting out there on him and one thing that this may do is make it a little bit easier for them to bring those charges when they're ready uh because that that ice has been broken right sure that <laughs> A, f- a former president has now been charged or indicted, and now that he's is indicted the second time. Yeah. So, like, whatever. So, um, um, I, I for one, for, I for one say, hell yeah, let's I mean, do great, it. Right? I was pretty excited about this day before it came, and now that it's come, like, you know, I'm still waiting on the next one, the the Georgia one. <laughs> yeah, I just don't really care about this case. I think that first of all, this case just does not have enough teeth. To, to do, right. have any effect, like to, to put cause him away him for any 30 problems. years or, right. or disqualify I think that running. it doesn't have the social teeth to move anybody. They're, they're the, the group of people, right, that were on board with Trump but aren't because of this is. I, I think ten people in it's, Idaho. Yeah, it's like it's like a guy who right. was like busy with something. <laughs> he else. did what? Like we've already all known about this. He for a labeled long time. it as lawyers' fees. Yeah. Wait a minute, paying the porn star to be quiet, I can deal with. But lying about it in your business records, well, that is a step too far. I like, mean, that legally, guy doesn't exist. Legally, right? that's that is the issue, but <laughs> right. You know. But uh, the vote that voter doesn't exist. Pro- in, probably uh, not. Generally, so um, I just don't. I don't really think that this has any real impact other than maybe making it easier for more serious charges to be brought soon. And um, but I am glad that they, a couple, I'm glad oh. that they're bringing it. Like I'm I'm glad that they, you know, didn't just say like, all right, well he's just a former president, we can never indict him on anything yeah. ever. Yeah. Um I you know, I guess it is worth um worth just saying it out loud, but in the history books now the very sure. first former president to ever face criminal charges will be Donald Trump for paying a porn star hush money. We did it! 
We got him! Is possibly the most American historical factoid we could have ever <laughs> created. Oh, we are going to be a very interesting entry. The only thing I can history. think of that would have made it more American is if he then afterwards went and shot up a school. Ah, uh, the oh, I do want to point out that uh, when we're recording this episode, it is 4.20 right now. We didn't get to it, but um, at some point I do want to talk about uh, some of the shootings that have been going on that are politically charged. Yep. So, um, Um, did anybody bring any? Precious moments. Precious moments. (laughs) Uh, I have one. Uh, that I'm uh, kind of excited about. There are some like negative parts about it, but I don't care. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was giving a speech the other day and, uh, you know, saying some nonsense. She's a pretty terrible person. Um, but anyway, she was, <laughs> she was giving a speech and like in the background, you could just hear like tweet, tweet, tweet. Now, for two years, we've heard the story from the, the people on the January 6th committee. We've heard the story about how it was an insurrection. And I'm going to tell you something right now. It was not an insurrection. And apparently there's just a protester that started showing up to her uh, various public events and just blowing on a whistle over and over and over again huh? in the background. <laughs> So, you could, oh, why? You could still like hear her fine and everything like that, but it was to the person listening. It was very distracting. If I were trying to give a speech, it would be extremely distracting. Wow! And I, I that's that's that the kind of nonsense awesome. that I enjoy. When yeah. when I was a teenager, uh, a couple of times there the the KKK would come to town or whatever, and we would just like stand there and like bang pots and pans while they're trying to do their like. Across the street or whatever, just try and like drown out their nonsense. Yeah, um, it doesn't do anything, but I'm here for the pettiness. I love it. So, so this is fun. So, I also have a Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, precious moment. So, oh. she tweeted this out on April first, which may or may not be an April Fool's joke, but bazinga? This question is, mark. This is this is the this is the text of the tweet that she put up. I'm calling for the release of Julian Assange. His charges should be dropped. The United States of America must defend the First Amendment and protect freedom of the press. It's one of the greatest freedoms any nation can have. Yeah, I hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, I'll go on record. I hate everything about the woman, but like, except for that. I mean, that tweet. Like, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I, listen, you know. Uh, I mean, exactly right. You as know? they say, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, right? right? Boss Billy Ho, even the sun shines on a dog's ass some days. On a dog's ass? On a dog's ass. It almost makes me suspicious because her endorsing that makes me like, well, maybe Julian Assange isn't that great a guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, mine has nothing to do with politics. So y'all know, um, you've heard of uh, Kylie Jenner? Sure. Yeah, and of sure. course you know Travis Scott, our old friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. So Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have a baby. Had a baby somewhat recently. Had a baby eats a boy. Yeah, I love that commercial. <laughs> um, 
It, it was a, a commercial for like a long distance phone plan or something. <laughs> like it was oh, like I've never seen this. Because, um, no, it's fine. We, can, we should just leave this in. Um, it was, uh, so you remember back in the day, if you wanted to make a, a, like a long distance call, but you didn't want to pay long distance charges, you'd just go over to like a, you go to a pay phone and do a collect call. And then instead of saying your name, you'd just leave oh, a really yeah. fast message. Yeah, and you only had like yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah. So they so asked you like, what's, called, your, yeah. what's your name? Add like, a baby eats a boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, now that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't know how I missed that in the nineties. Yep. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, anyway, so um, their baby's name is Air. Air. Yeah. A I R Air. No, A I R E. It okay. is something that I guess they thought sounded really pretty. I mean, that's uh, fine. But it's an Arabic word for my penis. Oh, there we go. Well, and so my my guess is. <laughs> to be fair, they did not know that when they <laughs> named. I think, but they they're I think they're um, they're rolling with it. They're just sticking by it. So I do find that amusing. I have one other quick thing for. It's sort of a precious moment, but it's just something that's really awesome, and I want to get it out here. Um, Chuck D of Public Enemy, love me some Chuck D. Yeah, he he's announced that he's creating a Bring the Noise app, which will be a hip hop app for people thirty five plus. For our classic so oldies. Us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I cannot wait. It is basically my dream come true. What does it do? It plays music? Uh, um, it will... It lets you meet hip-hop 35-plus singles? I'm not really sure. I don't really care. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's important. I just think it's important that there's an app for people who... For old people who like hip-hop. Because Sweet. here's the thing. I keep thinking about... Um, you know, when we're like, I don't know, 70, 80, and bumping Dr. Dre, like, how do we, uh, that's going to look weird. So, the thing, the <laughs> thing that annoys me is, uh, uh, so, oldies stations, in general, they, they tend to operate in a very specific way. Now, when you're listening to your oldies station in whatever town you're in, generally, whatever, whatever decade you're in, they go 30 years back. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the way they work. Now, the thing is, 30 years back from where we are now, <laughs> hip-hop was in full force. Yeah, sure. But these oldie stations, they do not include it in their their play. Really? It was like Because they're, they're, in, they're into 80s music now. Hmm. And so they don't include uh, rap in their play for whatever reason. I mean, I think the reason is pretty clear, but it's yeah. like... Very frustrating because, yeah. like, from the time I was a kid, like, people are always like, "I can't wait till Tupac's on the oldie station." Yeah. Like, and now it's pretty <laughs> no, clear that Tupac not gonna is never going to be no. right. Tupac is never going to be on the oldie station, and it bums me the hell out. Well, it's hmm. it's but, not the end of the like, world because radio's dying anyway, right? Like, <laughs> also, like. And now let me tell you my problem with print media. Yeah, right. Like, all right. <laughs> Those newspapers, they never get thrown all the way up to my porch. Right. <laughs> well, then go online, man. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> my my telegrams never come on time anymore. <laughs> right. Um, well, I think that's, our, that's about our show. Yeah. Uh, that being said, check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash source. And if you subscribe, you can get some of our bonus content, which will include some uh, 
a bonus episode, which I think this week we're just kind of doing some talking about all the stuff we've been going through in our lives recently. Yeah. Mm, yep. So, fun, fun, um, fun. you know, if you like us or if you hate us and you'd like to know more about <laughs> more why, um, <laughs> check out <laughs> patreon.com slash um, beat a dead source. Subscribe. Um, and we're and we're trying to like we we have a small community on Facebook, but yes. like we'd love to get more people involved. And the only thing you need to do to do that is like go and like ask a question, yeah, say so like and involve yourselves, and we will be more than happy mm-hmm. to like get involved. Uh, we at we me love that. dead underscore source Twitter, yeah, heck yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I was thinking that I really should come up with a catchphrase. Well, hopefully we gave everyone something to think about this week. Love you, bye. Bye. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. actually a very impressive one capacity. So I think that basically God damn it. We can also interrupt each other anytime we want. Uh, oh, no, this is terrible. <laughs>